0: Faith Jacob he was wait, no. By faith Jacob when he was dying blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshiped as he leaned on the top of his staff Hebrews chapter 11 verse 21 Fantastic thanks Naria and uh, thank you Chris and music team What a fun morning. We had hoped that we would just, you know, take a bit of a break, I suppose, from... uh, Not that we don't have fun otherwise, but some mornings uh, it's just good to really go and, um, I don't know, have a bit of fun and and keep things a little bit lighter. So thank you for your contributions. Everyone who baked a cake, everyone who uh, participated in leading this service so far, uh, we deeply value it. Chris has sort of uh, mentioned... Uh, already what we're going to talk, be talking about this morning. Uh, if you have been coming for the last few weeks, you know that we're in a series on Joseph. Um, I'm kind of going to refer to the Joseph story this morning, only because it's in our heads and we can learn something about fatherhood from there, but it's not essentially progressing the story. We will finish that next week. Next week's the last Joseph uh, sermon that we'll hear. We'll, we'll um, yeah, go right to the end of it. Here's what... Chris shared with us this morning, you know, we're going to talk about fatherhood and this is kind of what dads are supposed to be. Now I'm going to talk about fatherhood this morning but you really can apply all of this just to you being a person, okay? We're called to nail fatherhood if you're a dad. You're called to nail just being the child of God whom he's called you to be if you're here and you're not a dad. This is sort of what God wants us to do, be perfect as I am perfect, be my image bearer, look like this, nail it, is sort of what what we're called and privileged and created to do. And yet we know, we know that, you know, our our fatherhood more often than not looks a bit like this, right? You either are a father like this, uh, you've had a father like this, and yes, not all fathers... Um, cakes look equally uh, bad some at a street level of justice are worse than others, that's true but no father has nailed it, not one Right? none of you, none of us none of me, no part of me have nailed what God has created me to be and to do and to look like and in the story of Joseph, yes you guessed it we come across just such a father. Here's what we've read in the Joseph story about Jacob. Jacob's the dad of uh, all these fellas, including Joseph, right in the first chapter we've read. Jacob loved his son Joseph more than any of his other sons and he made a richly ornamented robe for him when his brothers brothers saw that their father loved him more. I actually struggle with that statement more than anything about Jacob not so much that he, I don't know, that he loved him, or that's wrong, but when his brothers saw it, they saw it, he did it blatantly and quite blindly and just ignorantly of what effect that would have on all his other sons, right? His unfairness, his injustice, completely ignorant. When his other sons saw that he loved loved him more than any of them, they hated him all the more. There's a solid case that, Much, if not most, of what went wrong in this story of Joseph can be put down to fatherhood that was not nailed. Jacob was a bad father, and he was a bad father. Bad father. Because his father was also a bad father. His name was Isaac. And his father was Abraham. And none of them nailed fatherhood. Not at all. And, and we see that. And so here's where the starting point is this morning. I'll say it again. You know as a father that you are supposed to nail fatherhood. And yet, the cake of fatherhood that you are baking or have baked is an imperfect one. Either you are or you have a father who wrestled with anger. The cake is in pieces it's smashed up right maybe an absent father cake that was never even baked never even tried to bake it right maybe christian dad who who fail to or are failing to pray and lead your kids to jesus it's it's not a it's not a cake that has jesus at the core right maybe a cake that is main ingredient is selfishness. Look, a cake is about me. It needs to look like what I want it to look like and taste like and be like. And besides that, fathers sort of often have this real uh, muckiness where they compare their cakes with each other. You know, who's the best father? Who's making the best cake? Who's, who's the most perfect one? So that others feel guilty about the cake that they're baking and others feel proud about the perfect cake that they're baking, Right? Some fathers put so much pressure on themselves to have the perfect cake, to do it all right. Some of us think that we can't be father unless we actually have a cake. Unless I have a cake, I'm not really important. There's something wrong with me, something deficient, something that I can never attain to that puts happiness and fulfillment out of my. Rich You see, when it comes to father, we've, 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 we either have failed or we are failing, or, or we will fail. And the question is, how are we failing? That's, that's really the, the question. We see one of the ways in which Jacob failed, and we know that there are a multitude of ways in that we are failing. Now, here's the great thing about Jacob. And we'll get to what the great thing is about us. There's a place later on in Genesis chapter 46 after after what happened last time has happened you know the Joseph uh, the brothers went to Joseph and Joseph reveals himself and he says okay all of you come to Egypt you're going to live here and I'm going to provide for you and on on the way to Egypt you know Jacob this really broken and imperfect father as a vision God speaks to him and here's what he says to him I am God, the God of your father, he said. Don't be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I, I look at this and I go, what a thing, right? For a guy whose cake was as bad as his, God, in his grace and love and mercy and patience, meets him on the way back to Egypt and says, just reflect on the words again, don't be afraid. I will go with you. I am with you. I am still with you. I still seek to bless you. I still seek to be faithful to you. You, as an imperfect father, I love you. Fathers, do you believe that even in whatever your imperfection is, God seeks to remain faithful to you? How many of you have given up on the thought that God wants to be faithful to you? Dads, don't. Don't. It doesn't matter how bad your cake looks. Kids, don't. No matter what ways dad may have failed you, don't give up on God's faithfulness to him. Right? Wives, (laughs) mums, you often have to eat broken cakes like we're going to eat this afternoon. But God is faithful and seeks to be faithful and wants to be faithful to dad. Right? So here's the question. What must we do, dads? What am I calling you to do? I'm telling you that God's faithful to you, but I'm not telling you to continue baking a bad cake. We want better cakes. We can have better cakes. Jacob, I think, in the end of his life, did actually bake an edible cake. I think his cake was all right. What did he do? What was it that, that, that changed him, that, that made us look on him as a father that is kind of bad, he didn't really nail the cake, but he still, even to this day, is looked at in the Bible as one of the great men of the Bible. One of the great dads, ironically. One of the great cakes of fatherhood that we see. How did he do it? What was it that he had that others did not? What was the one thing that made all the difference for Jacob? Nare read it to us. Here's what it was. By faith, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, at the end of his life, blessed Joseph's sons, and in fact, he blesses all of his sons. <laughs> and what did he do? He worshipped as he leaned on the top of his stuff. I kind of get emotional even when I think about that. This old man, at the end of his life, so much not right, so, so many things that he can reflect on, perhaps even so many regrets, right? Unfulfilled dreams, But he's there in his grey beard with with aching muscles (laughs) leaning on his staff and he worships God. He says, God is good. God knows what he's doing. God is faithful. God, my sons, will be with you. Dads, that's what you've got to do. That's all you have to do. If you wouldn't pass one thing on to your kids, one ingredient or decoration on your cake, it's just that. Kids, God is good, God loves me, He loves us, and He loves you. That's, that's what you need to get your kids to know, right? And kids, that's what you need to get Dad to know. And so here's the thing, here's the call. Dad's, you you hear it most Sundays, I want to call you to it again today. Will you look to the perfect father like Jacob did? Regardless of the state of whatever cake you're baking, that's turning out to be a mess. Will you look to the perfect father who did not fail and who will not fail? Who has erased the eternal consequences of our failures in Jesus? And who from now until when we are reunited with him will fill us and change us and transform us like he did this group of people to be better fathers? Will you have faith in a perfect father who loved you so much to send his son to die for you? Perfect father who will help you to bake a better cake and become more like him. Perfect father who seeks to bless you as he weaves the threads of your life together for his purposes and his blessings. Let me pray. God, you are a good, good father. And I pray that each and every single dad here today will one day be remembered as Jacob is remembered. The one thing that our kids will say about us is that they believed in the promises of God. They leaned on their staffs And they worshipped him. They trusted him. They allowed him to change them, to guide them. Father, fill us for that. Accomplish that in us. And Lord, in so doing, we pray that the cakes that we're baking will become better, better, and better. I pray that not only for the fathers who are here today, but I prayed for the fathers who are not here today. In fact, I prayed for the fathers all across our nation. Lord, will you have mercy on us as you reach out to dads. Let our whole nation become one in which fatherhood is redeemed, changed, filled with the love and grace of God. Pray that to you, our loving, gracious, sovereign, and good Father. Amen. All right.